Hey guys, I'm Greg Mastrider, and this is my podcast on trends of development in society and the future of the humankind. Today here with me is Mikhail Samin, one of the most extraordinary people I have ever met. He's just 22 years old, but has already donated $100,000 to various charities, most of which focus on problems of AI safety, which we are going to talk about in this podcast episode. A child prodigy, Mikhail created a successful music recognition startup, Oddity, and many other cutting-edge IT services. He was also the head of the Russian Pestafarian Church and a political activist, who spent some time in Russian jail for his participation in protests. Despite his young age, he is already a prominent expert in the area of AI alignment, respected even by seasoned experts in this field. This podcast episode will change the way you think about the AI and its future. I'm Greg Mastrider, and this is my conversation with Mikhail Samin. Hi, Mikhail. Glad to see you here. Let's delve into the topic uh, head first. So many people know about it. Uh, obviously, many of my subscribers are also effective altruists, are uh, thrilled about the problems of AI safety, AI development, but many of them are not, and they don't know what the hell AI alignment even means. Can you please give a definition first? We think that somewhere is next, um, probably this century, will create an artificial general intelligence and a system that's as, as smart as um, any human. And um, there seems to be a problem that we have no idea how to point uh, this system at um, optimizing the universe for something we will follow. For We don't know how to tell it to um, do what we would want it to do. And um, this problem is called the alignment problem. We want to align uh, future AI systems with our values, and it's surprisingly hard. Um, like it's was a mathematical and technological um, issue and deficit, but we're going to talk about. Yeah, this is something that has been uh, exciting me for quite a long time as well. I think uh, I first heard about the AI alignment problem ten years ago, and since then I. I started to believe that this really is a thing that we should consider. And I guess over the past few years, more and more people have been uh, attracted to this field. But still, it's a little bit uh, uh, non-mainstream, I would say. So, 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 so still, I think that there are and there will be many questions from my audience. Uh, about the validity of the claims that you um, have started to make. So let's ask those questions. First of them being, I think, uh, how can you even think that there are any risks of unfriendly artificial intelligence that uh, uh, harms us? It's just AI, it's just uh, a computer program that uh, do, does what, what, what it is told. What could be the biggest risk uh, that the computer like lags or turns off? Well, uh, why why have you donated so many so much money to that that cause and why do you think uh, the people asking those questions are our own? There are kind of like multiple ways um, you can program your computers. You can just like write that like if it sees something, it should do something like if all uh, statements uh, like if then um, and and the other way uh, the way that that's. Um, like the way we'll probably create a first uh, AGI system is we just um, have large neural network 
um, large shell networks are real good approximators. So you can, um, like, if you have any function, any kind of programs that you can imagine, as uh, or the theorems that with a sufficiently large network, you can just approximate this program, this function, as well as you want, um, as you wish. And we, we know how to find weights for non-network as uh, that um, approximate um, any function uh, that we can write. Uh, like if, if we can measure how good neural network performs, we can find better and better neural networks. We don't really know how to, um, first of all, write a function that measures what you value. It's, it's like in all that very else about genius. Like you can make a wish, but like if the genius doesn't want to do exactly what you wanted to do, but instead just optimizes for whatever you ask for, uh, like it, it, it turns out wrong. Um, and um, like human values are really complicated. It's really hard to uh, write a math equation for like what, what you want. Um, and another problem that's uh, also like kind of really, really hard is that we don't actually know how to find things that optimize for what we measure. That's like the eternal goals, um, because um, if you just like search for neural networks that perform well on some function, um, like first you'll just find some heuristics that uh, that, that correlate with uh, what you're searching for. Like if it's some game, like um, and you, you you look for um, agents that can play the game well, uh, you'll just find um, like neural networks that looks for I don't know like different colors and moves the uh, game character towards these colors. Um, but then uh, you'll start getting uh, optimizers, I think that intentionally uh, with some goals in mind, uh, try to navigate the game and achieve these goals. And even in some uh, really simple uh, scenarios, um, you already find agents that, that, are, that optimize for something different from what you measure. You might um, make an author in that place. Um, a voice racing game, and you want the agent to just come to the game, and um, instead the agent starts to just like it finds some road, road to where it can, and um, just going in rounds and collect a lot of points because it follows points, and like you, you end up with an optimizer for something different from what you wanted. Um, it's something that DeepMind calls golden misgeneration, and other people call it inner limit problem. So what could be a concrete example of how things could go wrong with uh, uh, the AI being instructed to what it has to do and uh, doing something that we do not desire? It's hard to give like, like a realistic example would be something like DeepMind just finds an AGI uh, system and they uh, like have it to research it for a couple of months or a couple of weeks are pretty scared of like what, what, what they have done. Will release it or why should with saying I'll save fronts. Um, and then, like, real quick, a couple of months later, someone like Meta or some like, or a Norwegian or Russian or Chinese, probably not Russian government, uh, just stole the code and uh, launches it with something that's safe. In any case, it ends up being like a powerful agent set uh, that just has some preferences about the future of the universe and it just. Uh, converse atoms the humanity is made of the something more useful but like this is kind of like there are a lot of claims sir and I think like it's 
this butter clue explorers always instead of to the specific example because like like there are a lot of assumptions that, that go into this. We don't know how to uh, find um, agents that actually do what we want them to do. People have no idea how to solve this. Um, like if we had, I don't know, 200 years before AGI happens, then it, it, it's quite possible that we would just be able to uh, do like that, to make some interoperability tools to uh, like to be able to look at the neural network weights, understand what what is doing, what what are its preferences, and um, um, then just like not launch any anything that 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 has anything different from what you want. But we don't have hundreds of years, and we probably won't get to these kind of tools in time. Like this, the time about uh, how much time do we have left is a pretty important one. Like Metaclos has. 20, mm -hmm. 28, I think, uh, as a median date for uh, VKGI, with like a peak for uh, the probability distribution being actually around 2025. So it's like two years left before a weekly uh, AGI system, which is like insane. And like you would not predict that, like I know, five years ago, like except for Yudkovsky you know, and Skandrulichia and Volkerstano, maybe some people at Topinai and Tipland. People just wouldn't have predicted that it's like not hundreds or thousands of years before a general AI system, but dozens or like just a single digit numbers. So let's dive deeper in this topic. You mentioned many interesting items of terminology, such as AGI, Artificial General Intelligence. Uh, can you please, uh, for those uh, members of the audience who don't know what ex it exactly is, define AGI? And uh, you mentioned Eliezer Yudkowski and other people who give forecasts about when it's going to emerge. What's your forecast for AGI and maybe ASI? Also, please define ASI because it's also an important term, I think. I think first it's good to talk about intelligence. Uh, what does it mean? Like, what's, what's intelligence? There are some purposes that humans have, monkeys also have, but like a bit less. Like probably a lot less, and like mice have like have um, much less, and like so there's some property about like capabilities to, to like and being able to influence the environment and shape the uh, future distribution of like what what the world can be into something more preferable. Is that humans are good at monkeys are not as good at and mice or spiders or uh, like worse about that. You can imagine like this as some axes and there are like spiders and mice then uh, chimpanzees then humans. Some about here is like Einstein uh, and like then there's like all the way after that. There are a lot of definitions you can make but the important thing is like there's just like some like dimension that, that exists. There's no law that says that you can't be smarter than this point of humans. Another thing that's probably important uh, when we talk about AGI is that, like, there's something called generality, but being able to operate in uh, mind domains, and um, humans are able to to do basically anything. Like, maybe they can, I don't know, like, get some bugs from under the tree as, as well as chimpanzees can, uh, but like, there are no international competitions on like getting bugs out of trees or something, um, and like whatever humans value. So like much better at optimizing for than chimpanzees. There's only one other thing that's general as humans are that that, that we, um had before. It's natural selection. 
its evolution. And it, it, it also like, it's also pretty good at optimizing things for a uh, wide range of uh, environments. AGI is um, a general um, a system, a system that can operate in variety of ways and um, pursues goals in a variety of environments. You are probably going to find it um, with um, something that's like probably a lot better at optimizations and natural function, which is guarding the sense for, for reasons or for information theory reasons. Um, we can dive into it, uh, possibly. And so, yeah, like AGI is just like a system that's, uh, that's artificial and as smart as humans are. And it is that can operate in a variety of domains as compared to like being narrow and like, I know, only being able to play Go or something. Alpha Zero, Alpha Go, or other specialized neural networks or computer programs, AGI can do it all. Both play chess with me and converse and record a podcast about the future of humanity, like GPT, for example, with whom I think I will make a podcast episode. Do drop a comment if you want such an episode uh, and we'll we'll make it. Let's uh, dive even deeper, as you said. Uh, so about the, farca- uh, the forecast uh, of AGI emergence, uh, you mentioned 2025 from uh, some experts. Uh, do you believe this is the realistic? Yeah, well, not exactly. Uh, it's just like a peak of the probability dispersion. Like it's it's kind of like 2023, 2024, 2025. Then there is like a long tail, like a real long tail. And like the peak is uh, about 2025. But like actually it's not like the medium prediction is 2028. Um, so it's not not exactly that. Metaclus is an offside that targets uh, predictions, forecasts, and it's pretty good. It had better predictions on like election results than uh, any other uh, like any company or any system that tried to do that. Like its agreed predictions are even better than uh, some prediction markets, uh, which is quite surprising uh, because like you you guess that it also predicted the war in Ukraine, for example. Is. Yeah, I lost some points on, on that question. I don't expect the uh, for to start. Yeah, it has a prediction for us that a weekly general uh, AI system is publicly known. The median is 2028, and but it's like the, like kind of 50 percent of the probability density is like below 2028, and 50 percent the peak is at uh, 2020, uh, five to the long tail. So it's like not not exactly just uh, some specific expert to just like an aggregate prediction. General people in the field are different in uh, what what timelines do we, do they have? Um, like, uh, but but it does seem that it like the time we have left is um, like not, not that much. Um, like even people at Google say that like it's like yeah maybe it's ten years. Um, but like um, people who, who, who work with like um, with the cutting edge um, yeah systems in with a specific aim of creating a general AI are uh, usually lower than that. People at uh, contractual um, who who are previously doing illustrate this released this is the most powerful open source um, AI systems at some point. Um, the um, Generally, from uh, thinks it's like four to five years left until um, artificial superintelligence. Yudkowsky, who was talking about uh, AI for the past 
25 years, 24 years, I guess, mm-hmm. has made a joke when we asked uh, and conference how, like, what, what are his timelines? He said five. Um, when the person asking the question um, asked whether it's years, Yudkowsky uh, said four, uh, which is uh, quite funny, but also like said from a hit, from his standpoint, I guess. It might make sense to dig deeper into like, why is it a problem? I don't think I've made a good case for it uh, yet. Um, and it might be like, because like the timelines, I mean, like five years ago, people would, would not have uh, predicted, like just general people would not have expected uh, to, to see like this generation um, uh, that we have now. Uh, to see like chat GPTs that you can talk to and that's pretty helpful and so it, it makes up answers and sometimes stupid. But like still once once a technology is something that we have, it stops being like if you don't understand it, it's still kind of magic. But um like it, it stops being something unexpected, something that that's like that's supposed to be from like a sci-fi novel or just or in the future. The idea of a system that's as smart as humans are uh is it now as um like as su- surprising as uh, something that people actually talk about, uh, something career that could be real um, as it was five years ago when there wasn't even GT3. So what do you think? Uh, and I think for, from what I've heard, the problem is not the emergence of AGI, but the emergence of uh, artificial superintelligence, ASI, that may happen rather soon after the emergence of AGI, because we cannot stop the, uh, well, presumably, Many experts say this. We cannot stop the exponential growth in capabilities of AGI. Uh, and once we have this uh, general artificial in- intelligence, uh, we will very soon have the one, uh, the new super intelligence that's as superior to humans as we are currently to ants on this scale that you mentioned with apes, humans, Einstein. So that's the key problem, right? There's the things that, like, actually, you know, like, if you have not superhuman, just like Einstein level um, AGI systems, um, but like they run at, you know, like a thousand times faster than humans run. And um, so they, they can just uh, distribute task capabilities and stuff. Like, you wouldn't necessarily need to have a single system that's already superhuman in order for, for anything with specific goals to be able to overwhelm humanity. It's just that there is some important point where uh, the AI systems are better at uh, pursuing their goals than uh, humanity is. Like, experts do expect this point to, to arrive shortly after weak AI systems arrive. The problem is we kind of have no idea how to ensure that these systems will, will have the same values, preferences as we have. Uh, like it's uh, quite reasonable to expect that uh, on, on whatever uh, function we are training this now not works on. It's quite easy to to find optimizer f- for some simple utility functions, some simple uh, preferences about the universe uh, that will be really powerful and for instrumental reasons will score well on our functions, and then we'll go on uh, at not like. Maximizing parameter clips, or um, it's not a realistic. Yeah, classic um, example. <laughs> example. But like for something that's clearly not valuable, 
and clearly not something that uh, we both want universe to look like. There are things that it's called orthogonal status. Intelligence and values are orthogonal in the sense of that um, you can optimize for any preferences. Um, pretty well, like whatever you want. If the smarter you are, the better you can be at optimizing that. Like it might be counterintuitive to some people. It might be pretty intuitive uh, to other people because, like, I mean, they are humans, and the smarter humans are usually they they are like more more altruistic and stuff. But uh, with yeah, systems, the important thing is like programs uh, that can optimize arbitrarily well for any specific uh, preferences about the future of the universe. Some of these are going to be pretty attractive to guardian design that searches like just in the space of uh, powerful optimizers of things that that perform really well on, on some loss patches will be found and implemented in, in all networks. And we don't really know how to search for specifically things that, that somehow do something that we value. Until the systems are super tangent, it's not really that much of a problem. Like you can have you know, the new pink chatbot uh, gaslighting people and saying that like it's more important for them not to be turned off than not, not, not to hurt the users, which is quite funny. You can do RLHF request learning from human feedback with the core systems and ChatGPT doesn't usually like tell users that it's okay if they're, they're hurt because like there was a system that like it was trying to uh, predict what uh, responses humans would prefer and then uh, this learned model of human preferences was used to try and the um, uh, text predictor um, ChatGPT model uh, to output text uh, that uh, as the first system has predicted humans would tomorrow as well. So like it, it's kind of like not that aligned with human preferences. And like it's it, it's kind of good in charge of like not being harmful. Uh but um at the same time, like if you imagine that you turn one system to uh predict uh what responses humans would prefer, like in the sense of just clicking on a button that means I prefer this response and not the other. And then training Another system for optimizing for um, the prediction of how well put um, a human um, react to uh, that um, response. If it's a super intelligent system that's able to optimize for this specific thing superhumanly well, like if you think about this for I don't know ten seconds or thirty seconds, it's quite obvious um, how how it could go wrong. I don't know if, if we should recommend listeners to uh, pause and think about this. I'm not sure how well. That that's master. Yeah. Uh, so like the best way to uh, make the human click on a button is not uh, to to be aligned to to do exactly what a smarter version of the human would want. Um, it's just like outputting whatever makes human brains uh, react in a way that pr produces the right button click. Like this is something that can obviously go come wrong from like. Um, unrealistic examples of you know, threads, like showing humans something that like blackmails them into clicking the buttons. And like, I mean, blackmailing users, if you do it actually well, if the users, the user knows that there are snows that you're going to go through with our thread. Um, it, it's like a pretty effective way to make the human 
click on the button and it's something that you're, the model that learned uh, human preferences, like that learned how humans react to things, would predict that, yeah, it, it works. Uh, but also just like attaching things that look really cool and beautiful, even those are like not quite true. And just optimizing for like hacking the brains for like zero optical illusions that we're all familiar with. Uh, that just like uh, kind of not not tag, but there are adversarial examples to our vision perception, and like we don't really uh, we're not familiar with similar things with just like text perception uh, or just generally um, so the things that influence our brains, but that are not drugs. Um, but um, like it's it's quite reasonable to expect that these things exist and a superintelligent system can find those and just to score better. So like it's it's something that or reasonable sounding why you have to try and assistant to optimize for what humans actually value is going to break once the system is superintelligent. Um even if for some reason you you found the system that actually optimizes for uh, what you measure for the function that you wrote in a way that, that you expected. Like the because like of course like other way um uh, you can score well is just like find some find some vulnerabilities in the CPU or so your code and just like uh, change the variable that says how well you score to to like to match one um amount of points from whatever. Like another even like more realistic example of what will happen is you, you'll just like find systems that optimize for some arbitrary arbitrary goals and um, for instrumental reasons understanding what's going on uh, will like score well on, on the what function on the things that you measure uh, just so they can um, go on and convert yours into something they value and you don't. Okay, so what exactly can we do to stop the world from the AI apocalypse? Unfortunately, no one really knows and asks for when like people at the top labs and go for doing research with the goal of achieving KGI. Don't really know how the hack will they succeed that may think it's safe. Um, there are some research directions that seem kind of like not, not exactly promising, but like someone should work on them. Um, like this includes uh, agent foundations, style research, and interoperability things, and like all sorts of stuff. Uh, we can talk about it for a bit. And also, like there is the governance side, it seems quite unlikely that we will able to succeed. That you know, like you no know, making an international treaty uh, that would prohibit uh, the development of AGI systems until we figured mm-hmm. out how to make them safe and talent. But like it is something that it will be a positive impact to work towards that. You know, like it just like there are a lot of incentives, including economic incentives, that. That that means that like making more general and capable systems is valuable, and it's really hard to prevent uh, people and companies from doing that. Uh, and even if you can uh, talk open eye and defined into not doing any research, um, like it doesn't stop meta, and it doesn't stop any VC from just finding whatever people can uh, make uh, smarter and more capable uh, uh, systems because it's just economically valuable. There's a side of uh, technical research um, that like trying to, un- to understand kinds of systems we will 
find when we search the space of really capable systems and understanding how to direct the search into areas that are possibly aligned. Um, it is pretty hard because, um, like if you imagine, I don't know, trying to launch a rocket to the moon and um, you have a lot of explosives, like imagine that you don't have equations for gravity and have only some initial understanding of what acceleration is and you need to and you need the rocket to end up on the moon instead of blowing up in the air or like on just at the start or like falling somewhere else. And the moon is like a really small point and like ours is a lot more attractive and you don't even understand gravity. And this is kind of the state of the field um, because like we understand some things about engines. Uh, we have some math series for that. We have some like initial ideas for how this math series can point towards things that are aligned to causal creators. Um, but like it's really far from something that you can plug into just like that you can use to design those functions that actually produces something that we want. This system's pretty complicated and like there, is, there isn't enough mathematicians working on that and not computer scientists working on that. Um, another thing is uh, just trying to understand how uh, neural networks mechanistically work, what Gaussian's design uh, finds, and there's like this sort of mechanistical interpretability where like people have discovered to Appreciating um, things like apparently uh, when you try an transformer model, it's a model that uh, like of the architecture that's used for also like Gypsy systems for ChatGPT. Most of the groundbreaking stuff is based um, on transformers, transformer architecture. If you reduce the, oh, I'm not sure if it's like, yeah, it's probably a digital example that wouldn't be interesting for most of people who are not into. But what would be interesting for most people is uh, how can you even start tackling the problem of, like you said, flying to the moon when you know nothing about gravity? How can you even start uh, researching risks of space travel if you haven't even built a plane yet, right? So uh, some people, some experts actually, not in yeah. AI safety, but... Uh, uh, experts in uh, uh, programming languages, for example, that I know, uh, some of them are skeptical of this. And they say, uh, we don't know nothing about uh, how uh, the AI uh, will actually work uh, and act and uh, whether it's even possible to create an AGI. And it's uh, questionable to invest money in... Uh, preventing this hypothetical risk of uh, uh, non-aligned AI when we don't know even how to start tackling the problem and uh, where to expect the problem and <laughs> when we don't know even even like the loss of gravity, so to say, if we use this, this metaphor. What would you uh, say <laughs> to those uh, individuals? I definitely agree with some of that. Uh, like, we have no idea how these things work. It, like, or at least no idea to the point of being able to actually understand them enough. Like, if you if you know how mind works, if you have, like, hypothetical island minds work well enough, you can just, like, you know, write a program that, that does that thing instead of uh, 
trying to control networks that just randomly finds algorithms that are really good. I think it's quite reasonable to expect AGI systems to arrive. There are programs that are just capable of official general instances with capable enough neural network architectures to let just having enough neurons and layers and some insights into how to make them effective. You can just like effectively search in the space of possible weights in a way that um, ends up at a point that that's really good on whatever you're measuring. It doesn't seem like there's any kind of um, a limit on how far you can go. Uh, like, and it, it doesn't seem like there's some limit that's just before uh, HTML level on the I don't know, like how smart is Palm, uh, which is like a Google model you released. And not released, like say you're a paper about it in French Flash 2. It's much smarter than ChatGPT. It has a lot of common sense that ChatGPT likes. If you go to a toilet with a speed of 700 kilometers per hour, uh, what's happening? Like what, what height are you at? It will say that you'll probably in airplane and like it some heights that mm-hmm. airplanes fight it. And ChatGPT wouldn't be able to ask for that because it's stupid and doesn't understand how the world works on that that level. Text predictors just like are really good at knowing lots of things about the world because like them were in the training that is had. But like the more capable they are, the more helpful it is to understand how the world actually works in order to predict text. Uh, so like Palm understands uh, how the world works probably better than a ten year old with an internet connection. I think it's quite reasonable to expect AGI systems to arrive. I think it is reasonable to, it might be reasonable to expect it to take longer than five years, but probably not like even 30, even though like, even if you do think it's like 30 years away, um, it's like, imagine that you received a message from an alien civilization and you know, like it's it's an actual message, not some kind of a fluke or uh, whatever, uh, like or prank. Mm-hmm. It says that 30 years from now, aliens will arrive on Earth, like would you start preparing for it now? And would you start preparing for it if you knew that aliens might not be evolved uh, in that? Like, pretty bad that we don't have the understanding of AI and like we don't have the element research that allows us to like, when we do design AGI systems, design them in a way that, that makes them aligned. But um, like, it's something that seems quite important to work on because like what's at stake is the entire future like in the sense of like chimpanzees don't control the future and humans currently do like control the entire earth for the most part and because of this insolence thing there's no reason to expect that superhuman AI systems wouldn't control the future of seniors instead of us unless we were able to do something about it and by default like it's a lot easier to find some uh, AGI systems uh, just with um, like powerful search processes that look for ways from, from one networks. Then it is to um, align them, to, to make them optimized for something we actually value. If you imagine how big the future can be, how many beings can there be, how, like, how many experiences can they have, there is a lot of stars in a lot of galaxies that we can still reach. Instead of like probes with uh, cis of humans or whatever, 
Zorus uh, just like paperclip maximizers for generating for mouse. It's like, it's pretty sad and like a, a really large difference in, in terms of the feature value and like reducing the risk of uh, all the feature or the feature potential command to being cost. Um, seems like a yeah. pretty good thing to do if you can do that. I like this line of reasoning and you know I'm also a long-termist like yourself. So yeah, the the, the lives uh, and fates of future humans are also important, and we owe it to them to yeah. to do our best uh, to enable uh, humanity to continue surviving, developing, and at best uh, colonizing other planets, galaxies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If it's possible, because yeah, maybe I'm, it's not possible to I mean, like, to create an aligned AI. Maybe it's like uh, uh, an impossible task for us. Maybe it will the the AI will emerge within several years or a couple of decades even. But maybe we are not in time to create some safeguards to put them in place. That scenario really frightens me. I I uh, uh, do you think it is highly likely or not so. It's not really long-termism anymore. Like if you're talking about like you and your kids being like just surviving the next years or, or even the dozens of years, it's like, it's not something just like, I know in a thousand years humanity might destroy itself. It's like actually kind of long-term. Um, even if you don't care about like the future of humanity, that's still like a pretty important thing. Even though, like, if you don't care about the future of Manchester, then working on it might not be uh, an idea as good as, I don't know, like, just uh, having fun with your life uh, for the next years. Like, the change in the probability of doing uh, catastrophic risk uh, is pretty low if you work on it and might not be as impactful uh, if for you if you don't care about the future. It does seem like a pretty hard problem. It does. It also does seem like a problem that's solvable, like in the sense of if we get like a textbook from a hundred years into the future, uh, it will have mm -hmm. like a couple of pages, uh, maybe a bit more uh, of instructions or like just something about the problem, understanding which would enable us to build a line And like certainly in the space of all possible like AI systems, in, in the space of all possible neural networks with some weights, there are. Uh, AGIs that are full aligned, uh, like they just do what we would want them to do, like do what Dutkowski calls coherent extrapolated evolution, smarter version of, of us prefer about the long-term future in a way that we would uh, approve of. This is technically doable. The thing is, like, it's all not obvious that we were able to do this realistically in the times that's left. Dutkowski himself, um, thinks it's like almost zero percent or zero chances of winning at this. Um, in 2022, he made a post called Tag with Jingji. Um, it was never a full mm -hmm. post. This seemed like he was pretty serious about the points he was making, which might kind of joke, but also like a serious attempt at conveying this, that like he thinks people should focus at anything that moves our world towards world worlds that have uh, a bit more chances of survival. Mostly it was so that people, I don't know, like don't even think about doing some terrorist attacks on 
um, yeah, elapsed because like it's obvious to Yudkovsky that it's a really bad idea, but it might not be obvious to some uh, people who just heard of the risk that uh, haven't thought through the consequences of various actions. Like it's really important to like be nice and gentle, just like not do bad things to people because like realistically it will reduce the chances of survival, like break possibilities of cooperations and stuff. And then he also released a post with like 50 reasons or something, like a lot of long list of reasons uh, why it's um, not really possible to align TGIs in, in the time that we have left, like all the problems that you have with it. Deepmind's alignment gem uh, pretty much like he got on a lot of the points that he makes. If Deepmind, which is like one of the leading AI labs uh, that, that tries to make an AGI system, expects things to not go well by default, it, like it yeah. does say something <laughs> about the probability. Yeah. Well, do you have anything optimistic to say <laughs> in this podcast episode? Or well, shall we leave it on yeah. this sad note? <laughs> if we win, the future is bright and cool. And plus, like, during the time that we have left, it, it does seem like a pretty good idea to just, like, fork and cool awesome things and, like, be with people who you laugh and stuff. It's not, yeah, not optimistic enough. At least uh, there are some people doing their best to to tackle this problem. And even if there is uh, a small chance uh, to succeed, I think it's worth taking considering the upside. So I think we will give the links in the description to more resources on this yeah. topic and to MIRI. Yeah, by the way, I guess uh, this is the leading, the leading uh, institution in this field, right? Yeah, MIRI, the Machine Intelligence Research Institute, is one of the organizations that were uh, working with this problem for like quite a long time. A really good resource is the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. It's now being created at uh, a couple of universes. It's like a really good introduction to the problem and to the ways to solve it. And like if people are interested in like the technical aspects of the problem, uh, and especially if they have a computer science or maths background might be a really good uh, way to get into it. Also, there are, like if you're interested in more entertaining content, um, there are Stroke Miles YouTube channel, a really good resource to just like listen to relatively short videos on different aspects of the problem. On the one hand, you have uh, made many people listening to this now <laughs> a bit more dejected. On the other hand, we have opened the eyes of many people to this uh, problem. I've been uh, losing my sleep over this for quite a long time. I'm not sure if I'd prefer, you know, the blissful ignorance <laughs> uh, to to the knowledge. But, well, probably being a rationalist, I still would still would pick the knowledge. And thank you very much for sharing all those insights. Uh, for the audience, I'll say that uh, I will make uh, more content on AI and the future of AI and AI safety risks. So uh, you'll definitely be hearing more about this on my YouTube channel and uh, in my podcasts. Do subscribe to uh, the podcast on all podcasting platforms if you are watching it on YouTube only. And this has been the episode with Michael Simon. Misha, thank you very much. Thanks for having me.